Hey there. This is a, another chat from the Men's Mental Health series, talking to David T. And uh, he and I talk about a number of things, but we really spend a lot of time on how, man, we are not nearly as good of communicators as we think. Now, you probably hear often that communication is as much about, if not more so, about listening than actually what you're saying. But what we talk about here is really saying what it is that you want 100%. Because what a lot of us do is we'll give you kind of the general idea on what it is that we want, what we need, but we don't go 100% on it. And we don't do that because that last little bit, that 15, 20%, whatever, uh, is not comfortable. And the interesting thing is, is if you're communicating like this, and this is this ends up being just kind of a habit that you have, then you are going throughout your life uh, really not advocating for what it is that you want and, and what you need. And you probably don't even realize it until you actually sit and think about it. So that's one of the, uh, the major points that we get into here. We're really excited for you to hear this conversation. And without further ado, here's David. So, David, you and I have had um, a few conversations at this point about a number of different things. This is something that I'm really interested in, and I know that you are as well. We're going to talk about mental health. We're going to talk about it from a, a men's mental health, from, from a guy's perspective. How do you feel about how things are presented now? And where is it that you think we really need to get to with all this stuff, just in general? That's a good, that's a really good question. So, like <clears throat> men's mental health now to me um it is much it's i don't see i, I i'm trying to be careful about what i say i don't want to say much more right. appreciated but like it's 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 becoming more and more acceptable to talk about um it's becoming more of a thing that you know, people, people, they're, they're feeling a bit more comfortable sharing their stories, um, mm -hmm. speaking up about some of their struggles or speaking out about problems that they may, that they may have, I may have had in the past and whatnot. And I like that. I think, I think it's great. I think it's really cool. Um, if so many people can speak out about whatever it is that they're struggling with, because someone like I might see it, you might see it, whoever maybe might be going through something, um, could see it resonate with that and then use that as motivation to just either keep going or to open up to someone about whatever it is they're feeling. And I think as for like where I want it to go, I just want to get to somewhere where where we're, <laughs> where we're seeing ads, not only on like the computers or like social media, because that's where we're mostly seeing all these men's mental health things. We're like, I might be watching a TV show or something and we're seeing something for men's mental health. That would be cool. You like know? a character within the show, like it's talked about as a, as a theme in an episode or so we're either, talking about? Either that, or, either that or even just like an ad on TV. I've never actually yeah. seen some sort of like ad on TV for like specifically men's mental health. It might be like, overarching mental health or whatever um or it might be something maybe targeted towards women um but you never see anything like oh a straight up like dude's mental health yeah. kind of 
you know? Well, and see, that would be really fascinating if we're talking about traditional advertising, because if we look at, <laughs> you want to talk about one of the best branded messages ever. It was this whole thing of, if you're a man, like you just suck it up and move on. Yeah. And I think of like the old school ads of like the Marlboro man, the cigarette guy from like, for like before I was even born. So we're talking like in the, in the seventies and, and stuff like that. Um, but that would be interesting because um, you're, you're basically taking this, this um, just this identity, like this, this whole identity or this, this whole way of viewing things and saying, okay, well, if you're a man, this is what it is. This is what the stereotypical man is. And you're saying, well, no, we actually want to have so much progress where we're using these old traditional mediums of, of TV and we're actually putting the other message out there. Exactly. Exactly. No, I, I think that's fascinating and see that so much of this is perception. Now you mentioned that it, it's great that, that guys are sharing their experiences, sharing what they're working through, sharing how they're, they're dealing with things and everything comes back to perception. And mm -hmm. the perception was, is that again, for the longest time, well, we just didn't talk about this stuff or this wasn't something that, that guys really did. Now we're at a point where some are sharing, it's more widely accepted to talk about in general. Um, but what you're saying is making it kind of, kind of more of a, um, like, like even more of, of not even, it's not even like, it's not even a thing. It's just, exactly. part of, it's just part of, of what we talk about. Like we're human, we're all humans, no matter, you know, who we are, what we identify as. And like, we have emotions because that, that's how I look at this is like, we're, we're all people. Like we all have feelings. We all have stuff that we're working through and we all have ways of expressing it. Mm -hmm, for sure. Definitely. Yeah. And I mean, I, so, and I found what, what really kind of, I, I've, I've found it fascinating because I talk to a lot of guys in the age ranges of probably 30, 35 up towards about 60. Oh, wow. I feel like in so many areas of life, when we see that something doesn't work, we change it. But there's so this whole thing of being baked in and being closed off and not, not talking about stuff or not dealing with it. And it's not necessarily that, oh, you have to share, you know, that, that that's the only way of processing because it's not. Um, I just, I think it's fascinating that so many people have still kind of held on to this, but I, I am glad to see that things are changing. Yeah. So am I, so am I, I definitely like that whole thing where it's like, well, I'm just not going to talk about it or whatever, or I'm just going to hold it in and keep it to myself because for whatever reason, I don't want to be a bother. I'm not saying this is how I feel. I'm just saying this is just, um, maybe a little bit, but you know, or like, I don't want to be a bother or, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to burden my friends or family with whatever is I'm going on or um you know it really isn't that big of a deal I should be able to just tough it out and like ignore it and get past it or whatever um people definitely still kind of hold on to that general way of thinking you know guys do you know what's interesting and this this actually came up in a conversation that I was having with somebody which is if you ever notice when someone when either we've said because I feel like we've all probably said this at some point or somebody says it to us, of like, well, you just need to get over it. Well, mm -hmm. that probably means whatever that is, it's something that needs to be dealt with. And, you know, I, I just, I, man, when we start talking about the interactions that we have with people, 
and this is personally professionally relationships whatever it's just interesting because i think we all think that we're these really great communicators <laughs> and you're, you're in i mean we do it's like oh well, i'm such a great communicator and then you have a conversation with somebody and it's probably somebody that you you know pretty well and you're like huh i didn't really hear what they were saying they didn't hear what i was saying and there's it just seems that there's there's residue that comes from that and this stuff accumulates over time and then you're just yeah go go ahead <laughs> it's, it's crazy because like i i am someone who definitely thinks thought you know oh yeah i'm definitely really good at communicating you know that's what i got that's what i majored in blah 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 i am a terrible communicator i am i am awful at it i am but i i think that i can use that to my advantage because i know that i am not as good at communicating things um that i think i am i can knowingly work harder at just you know being more present being more open to whatever someone else is saying and also even more than that like making sure that i am getting across my you know my true genuine thoughts how i feel um and saying it in a clear concise way that isn't like that can't be that can't be misunderstood you know what i mean because so so <clears throat> so often someone might ask me something or say something and i um push aside my own needs in order to like maybe make them feel better or or maybe oh i don't want to do something and you know like i kind of try to say eh, you know but they take it as oh, okay yeah he's gonna do it and then i you know kind of end up in a situation where i should have just said actually you know, no, thank you. I, I would love to, but I can't or straight up. No. Yeah. Well, and that, and I'll tell you, cause it's okay. So this, this is, this is what's really interesting about that because now we're talking about being in, in this again, like, I feel like how you communicate in certain, even though we have different relationships and different connections, I think there's, there's common fit, common pitfalls that we'll see. And I think one of them is a lot of us are not fully expressing exactly what it is that we need. It's so so I found something where I'm one of my shortcomings in communication for a long time was like, I would, I'm going to say something and it's, it's, it is what I want, but I don't need to be a hundred percent explicit about what I want. One, because I'm telling you, I don't know, 87% of it, that last 13% is a little rough, a little direct, may not be as direct as I want to be because that might be a little bit more confrontational. Mm -hmm. And then when you're not fully expressing what it is that you're feeling, then you're like, you start putting your own needs aside and however somebody else responds. And that exact situation that you're talking about, you commit to doing something that you don't want to do. And then you end up going along with it. They don't know any different because you're like, oh, cool. Yeah, I'm going to do it. I'll go along. You know, we'll, we'll do that. But probably the entire time, if you're anything like what I've been in these scenarios, you're like in your head, you're like, oh, my gosh, I don't want to do this. Like, why am I doing this? Why didn't I just tell them exactly what I need? So like one thing I know that I've tried is like just being very direct, like this is what I need. And um, it, it's 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 hard at first, though, because 
if you're not used to being that direct, it's very uncomfortable. But I think it's one of the things when we're talking about communication, we don't we we don't say exactly what it is I need. And on and frankly, it doesn't matter how well we know somebody, we can't assume that they can read our mind. Oh no, definitely. That's something that that's something that I've um <clears throat> that I've talked about in, in therapy a lot, just like communicating my own needs, listening to someone else's needs, like knowing that, you know, in order to, you know, some someone else can't read my mind. So in order to get my needs met, <clears throat> I just have to be clear, you know. Yeah. And I think a lot of times, at least for me, <clears throat> excuse me, at least for me, I don't communicate very well because there is either a feeling of like guilt, like, oh, I don't want to say no to this person or whatever, or like, yeah, because it's like, oh, if I say no, this is, this is a stretch, but you know, the, the, the thinking is, um, if we're looking at this from like a therapy standpoint, mm-hmm. oh, if someone asks me to do something and if I speak up for myself and say no, then they're going to get mad, they're going to hate me and they're going to leave me, you know? I get and it. That That's is not true it. at all. Okay. That is not true at all. And yeah. I think just speaking up for yourself as someone who in the, someone who is starting to <clears throat> set more boundaries with, 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 with individuals or, mm-hmm. you know, and just speak up for myself that it feels like you were saying, it feels so confrontational. It feels like, it feels like I'm just being like the biggest asshole ever or whatever. Yeah. It's not true at all. That's yeah. not true. It might come off that way maybe at first, but the more that you, and I've found this, I found this, the more that I, the more that I put it into practice, literally like anything, like practicing anything, the easier it gets. And, you know, I'm hoping to get to a place where I can, you know, be like, yes, no, whatever, because it's what I truly want, not because I'm trying to appease anyone else. Yeah. Well, and that's, that's where like, where you can get all of those voices in your head, including your own to calm down and you can just be like, well, this is what I want. And, and you can put it out there and then you get to the point where either people go along with it or they say no. And mm-hmm. honestly, if you start, I think it, when you start getting into a place where it's okay to say no on both sides, that's when I think you start having better communication. And this is, and I mean, again, like this, this is in all facets of life. And I'm, I'm laughing about this conversation a little bit because, you know, we're sitting here talking about something that I think a lot more people, a lot more people are dealing with. And I think it's, um, it's this whole thing of, I guess it's our self-worth. I guess it's discounting our own worth and our own needs, because this is something that I've talked about in therapy as well. And the funny thing is, is I can, if, if, if guys listening or, you know, women that, that know guys that are involved with guys in their life are listening and be like, oh, you know, these guys, it's crazy. These guys are talking about, you know, taking less than and not thinking that they're worthy enough and all that. That's, that's nonsense. They need to just get over it. But like then these guys in their heads are, if they kind of get away from, from again, the underlying message of suck it up that we've all been told, but they're like, well, maybe I feel like that too. Cause I think it's, I think it's a lot more common. I think because when we just tell ourselves that it's instead of saying a hundred percent what we want, it's just easier to not completely put it out there. 
but we can rationalize in our head after the fact when they don't follow through in the exact way that we want them to, because by the way, we didn't tell them exactly what we wanted. We can still be like, well, I told them they should know me because we've all. Yes. 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 Oh my God. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I I've had so many, I've just had so many disagreements with people in my life because of that, because the communication is like, oh, well, I told you to do this. It's like, did you really? Because you said, you said that, you know, just so many things could be avoided just by, by being clear and direct and, you know, hey, if I don't like it, then I don't like it. That That's on me. You know what I mean? But at least, you know, that person was clear and I can understand it and vice versa. How much do you, because I'll tell you, I'm, 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 I can definitely admit to this. And again, this is something, the more conversations I have, the more I think that this plays in. How often do you think you get your feelings hurt when you look at it after the fact and you're like, I shouldn't have been as upset about that as I was? Um, that's a good question. Um, it, it depends. It, it depends. Um, I don't think. I, I don't know. Can you can you give me a scenario? Well, I mean, I'm just in this. So this is basically, I guess, kind of the flip side of what we're talking about. Okay. You've got an instance and this this could literally be something as simple as like, hey, where do we want to go to like, where, where, where do we want to go eat tonight? Or like, what do we want to do? Where do we want to go on vacation? What are we doing this weekend? Oh, see, then immediately I would put it back on the other person. Hey, what do you want to do? Oh, well, you know, what? well, I'm cool with anything. What do you want to do? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And, then, and then I might just go along with whatever someone else wants. When really, if someone asks me, I should just say whatever it is I think that I want, you know, but I think in my head, even when you, even when you, even when you said that, <clears throat> a small part of me panicked a little bit. Yeah. Um, and I'm like, oh well, I, I don't, I don't know. Let me just give them the option, and I'll go along with that. Because what, what if I pick something and they, and they think it sucks? Or what if I pick something and they are bored or whatever? You know. Yeah. So then it's on you. The, the yeah. That made the decision. Now, do you? I guess in the way that I'm asking, so like, this is so fascinating because again, and as you and I were talking about before we started recording, the word choice on all of this is interesting because different scenarios will bring up different. Well, I mean, different prompts will bring up different scenarios for each of us in our head. So, like in that situation where you automatically put it back on somebody else, and they are like, okay, and they make a decision. Are you ever like, and, and you told them, hey, it doesn't matter. I don't care what we do. Mm-hmm. But like after the fact, when the decision's made and you go along with it, are you ever kind of like, eh, I kind of wish we did something else or that I had, I had something I really wish that we, that I would have spoken up for? Um, <laughs> yeah. I, I want, I want to maybe save face and say like, oh no, it's fine. You know, whatever. But I feel like that's where a passive aggressive kind of part of <laughs> comes yeah, out. I get it. No, I totally get you know? it. And and I might say like, oh, this is cool, but you know, like, you know, yeah, uh, like I might insult something. Say say 
I don't know. I mean, like I may insult something like not not like, oh, that this sucks or whatever. I might not say that, but I yeah. might like, make some sort of comment. And then then they might be like, oh, well, what did you want to do? And then it it's just it's just a vicious cycle. Yeah. No, I, I think it's I think it's I, I think that's spot on though. And I think what's really interesting, um it's funny because this stuff seems so small. And if you're talking about it after the fact, some people might even brush it off and be like, oh, well, that's trivial. Why are you worried about that? But every situation adds up. Honestly, everything, yeah. Uh, like, honestly, yes, it, it does seem really, it does seem very small, but <clears throat> just in a lot of, in, in different relationships that I've, the, that, I've, that I've had in my personal life, mm-hmm. like those things can be such a big deal because- yes. Like they, they are such a big deal. And I'm not talking about like, I guess what I mean is like, hmm. it's just big. Like, I, I don't want to be passive aggressive, you know what I mean? And I don't want to like belittle someone else's choice because then that makes them second guess choosing something, you know? And then, then the next time we have to choose something that, you know, I don't want to put that on them that makes them afraid to pick something because then I'm going to be passive aggressive about something when I should have just clearly communicated how I was feeling. Hey, I would like to go here. I would like to do this, that, you know what I mean? So how you, how you respond to someone else's choice or whatever, um, where it's like, oh, it's really trivial. No, it, it, it impacts how, how someone else communicate. It, it impacts the rest of the communication going forward. Whereas, you know, whatever's going on, you know, I should just be like, or whoever, hey, I would love to do this next time. Mm -hmm. You know, this is, this is great. Next time, can we do this? And I think it's, it's a lot of give and take. I I think you're, well, and one thing you brought up there, one, I think it's all, that's all correct. But I think you're right. If you are, the little things that we do in a in ex, in exchange with somebody impacts the long-term communication that we have with them. And I think this gets back to, I mean, yeah, this this gets back to to um, what we're talking about, which is we think we're these great communicators, but there's all these little details and all these little interactions and everything adds up. And you can totally understand that if somebody's really thinking about, like, you could understand why if somebody's like, well, I don't want to spend that much time thinking about every little interaction and they just kind of throw their hands up and I totally get it. But mm-hmm. I think what we're coming, what we're really coming to with this is if you're able to take a step back and some of the interactions that you have in your life and actually see it like this, like, am I really saying what it is that I want to have happen here? How is that other person responding to me? How am I responding to them? Then I think we start to see patterns. And I think that's where we start to see opportunities to where we can, can change things and, and do a little bit better. So yeah, I agree. So I'll tell you, with that, we will go ahead and wrap up. I think you and I, it's funny in this conversation because the men, the, the mental health ones go, we, we kind of start with something general and then we go off in a bunch of different directions. But I yeah. think you and I did a really good job here because I think, I mean, the the how we present ourselves in communication, how we think of ourselves as communicators and how we actually talk about what it is we want and how others tell us what they want, how we respond to that. There's so much into it, so or so yeah, so much involved in that. 
but uh, David, I, I appreciate it. Um, and then for you guys that aren't connected with David already, I, as I mentioned in the intro, I do have his Instagram linked up in the show notes here, but, uh, but yeah, man, this was fun. This was really yes. fun. So, all right, well, we will wrap up here and uh, you and I will talk again very soon. I'm sure. Sounds good. All right. See ya.